Hey guys, what's up? It's Running On Sex. It's Abrielle. Fancy seeing you here. Today, I am with Corey, and we're going to talk about polyamory and kind of like dating preferences. So, hey. Hey. <laughs> Hi, yeah, I'm Corey. I I don't really know what to say about myself, but I guess I go to school with Abrielle. That's how we met. And I study social work, and I consider myself a polyamorous person, mm-hmm. or I identify as polyamorous, and I engage in a polyamorous life style so Mm -hmm. and what how would you describe polyamory so to me polyamory is the ability to love more than one person at a time Mm -hmm. and not just to love more than one person at a time but to engage in relationships with more than one person and I mean polyamory is a very broad term and it can mean different things to different people but that's kind of what it means to me and that goes to say a relationship can be Mm -hmm. it can be romantic it can be sexual it can be platonic like there's Mm -hmm. different types of relationships and that's kind of the all-encompassing part of it and that's kind of how I see polyamory. Is it like many friendships but like more of the romantic kind of side or something? Yes it can be. So I think in general when people talk about polyamory they refer to it more as romantic and sexual Mm -hmm. relationships. But can it be either or or both? Yes it can be either or it can be both. It can be purely platonic mm-hmm. or purely romantic. So um, what would how would that be separated from like a friendship then? So sometimes it's not. Okay. And I would say some polyamorous people don't separate it from friendships. Okay. Because there's such a thing as relationship anarchy. This I learned this term about a year ago okay. and it completely changed my life. Yes. Because relationship anarchy is the idea that different relationships in your life there's not one that's more important than the other. Oh, okay. So, so for every example, relationship is just as important as the other. Yes, exactly. So my relationship with, say, a best friend, I would value that the same way that I would value a relationship with, say, one partner. Mm-hmm. Or, like, the relationship between one partner and another partner would be mm-hmm. equal to me in the way that I value it. Do you find that hard? Or is that something that takes time, I guess? Because I feel like... There's a lot of people who have relationships and some relationships take precedent over others. Mm-hmm. So is this kind of like a no relationship is more important than another? So yeah, so that's the concept of relationship anarchy. And not everyone like subscribes to that idea. Mm-hmm. But I will say like it probably is difficult. I mean, it is difficult mm-hmm. for me as well, because you often think of, you know, like even just looking back on what I just said, yeah. I used the qualifier best friend, yeah. and that does imply a hierarchy between yeah. different friends. Okay. So I guess it is it is hard. It is mm-hmm. a struggle to sometimes maintain that. But I guess it's um, something you always keep in your mind. Yes, it's a, mm-hmm. I guess it's just a concept I always keep in my mind, and it's something I kind of try to do, because to me, relationships are more about the connections you have with people mm-hmm. than, say, like, a hierarchy of who's more important to you. So this is different than like you just hooking up with someone and being in a relationship but hooking up with someone. This is like actual emotional connections as well. Yes. I guess we can take it back a little bit Mm -hmm. by saying that polyamory falls under the larger umbrella of non-monogamy. And so non-monogamy can be like, can be different things. It can be a monogamous couple having Mm -hmm. an open relationship. It can be like singles dating around, like that could count as Mm non-monogamy. 
Um, but polyamory is a sect of non-monogamy okay. that involves having more distinct relationships with people. So there is a closer emotional bond. And how have you been participating in these kind of relationships in college? Has it been difficult or like when did you decide that you wanted to pursue this? Yeah, so I've always kind of known that I wanted to explore polyamory more and non-monogamy as a broader term. But I think it's definitely been easier for me to explore polyamory in college than it has in high school just or at any other part of my life just because it's way more easier to explore mm-hmm. where you're surrounded by just different ideas mm-hmm. and people are more people. open people are more open mm-hmm. i think people generally regard our age group i mean like i think our age group of college students yeah. is just definitely one where it's a time of like self-discovery exactly. and exploring stuff so it's more quote-unquote acceptable or something to be engaging in different relationships and that kind of thing exactly i almost feel more safe to do so mm-hmm. just because i feel like it's more socially acceptable to yeah. be exploring at the same time i do know that there are a lot of stigmas around this kind of thing having open relationships and whatnot and like we just said polyamory is more accepted or maybe exploring is a lot more accepted being a young adult being in college and whatnot but that still doesn't stop the fact that there are a lot of stigmas around this stuff and have you experienced this kind of stigma yeah i definitely have experienced the stigmas that come with it like for example a lot of people when you tell them oh like i'm polyamorous oh is that like cheating Mm-hmm. And no, it's not like cheating because it involves consent yes. and it involves letting your partners know what's going on and mm-hmm. communicating. Communication th- is huge, right? So <laughs> huge. It's probably the hardest part, but mm-hmm. the most rewarding mm-hmm. just because you really have to be open and communicate your needs, communicate what you're going through, mm-hmm. communicate basically everything that's happening. You need to discuss it with your partner or your partners and come to an agreement. Mm-hmm. That's very important. And have you felt that you've gotten looked at wrong or negatively when you've told people? Has that ever happened? Yeah, I definitely think a huge thing is, I mean, I'm just going to go right out and say it. Polyamory is not for everyone. Yeah. Um, non-monogamy is not for everyone and some Mm -hmm. people just feel a lot more safe and secure in monogamous relationships and that's totally fine but I have noticed a lot of people who do feel this way are sometimes a little more judgmental Mm -hmm. just because they're like well how like you need to share like your love has to go to just one person yeah that's how love works and that's Mm -hmm. how society that's the society idea of love is you just direct it at one person Mm -hmm. and that's you meet your soulmate or whatever i hate that word (laughs) and but you you get married mm -hmm. and that's like what's considered the norm the norm yeah exactly but you can have like way more than one soulmate or something and you can vibe with so many more people than just one person i feel like i've thought about it like why stop yourself from exploring with new people and all that when Mm -hmm. there's there's just so much out there and like this is not knocking anyone who's tied down or like in a serious relationship because like you just said it's not for everyone and really young you know like why not explore the time is now you know yeah and it's I mean it's all about knowing yourself first 
mm-hmm. and figuring out who you are and where you stand as an individual within those relationships that you're exploring. Did it take like a long time for you to come to this conclusion or something like that? I think I think for me personally it was really easy, but I think it was more so just having to just discovering the word even. Mm. I think I had the feeling of Yeah. Yeah, like I think I could love more than one person at a time or mm-hmm. like You know, I mean, movies, TV shows, books, you always have those, like, classic love triangles, and then the person in the middle, like, has to pick, and you have, like, two sides, and they're divided. Yeah, yeah. And I was always like, why not both? Yeah, like, why not both? And they all live happily (laughs) ever after together, Mm -hmm. and Edward and Jacob can be best buds. Exactly, yes. And bond over the fact (laughs) that they both love... The same woman, The same woman. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's just... It was, like, a moment like that. Something like that. It's just, I've always thought of it that way. And then Mm -hmm. I don't even remember fully how I discovered the word, but I think I was just, I think I might have been listening to another podcast Mm -hmm. and someone mentioned like, oh, I'm polyamorous. And I was like, what's that? What's that? Mm -hmm. And then I did all this research and I was like, oh my God, that's me. Mm -hmm. And yeah, since I've discovered that, it's just always been, yeah, that's like, that's the kind of relationships I want to have. And that's, that's where I'm going. Do you think that being polyamorous is something that, like, you are forever kind of thing? Like, do you think you will ever want to be in a monogamous relationship? I mean, I can't speak for future you. I mean, yeah, you can never say never, I guess. Okay. But I also can't speak for, like, polyamory in general. Yeah. But for me, right now, I don't think I ever want to be in a monogamous relationship. Mm -hmm. I just don't think that kind of model works for me. Mm Mm-hmm. I like the idea of being able to be independent outside of the relationship and mm-hmm. to seek other other forms of relationships mm-hmm. in addition to like a primary partner, quote unquote mm-hmm. primary partner. So in polyamorous relationships, sometimes there are like couples, right? And they are open to adding more people to their relationship and everything. But right now you're single and you're like exploring this on your own. You don't have a primary partner. So how has that been for you in like participating in these kind of relationships as a single person? It's been it's been really fun. It's been really great for me. Like I said before, I think this time in my life of being in college and being the age that I am, I'm 20 years old, by the way, solo polyamory is what the proper term is, I guess. And I think that's been working really well for me because like I said, it's just it just allows me to focus on my own independence, on my own mm-hmm. self, while still going out and exploring different kinds of relationships. And yes, there are, like polyamory also involves, I mean, it could be literally any combination that you want. Like you could have a couple seeking another person, Mm -hmm. which kind of fits more into non-monogamy unless all three people have emotional attachment. Mm -hmm. For example, we just get into more things like unicorn hunting. Yeah, what Uh, is unicorn hunting? Can you explain that? Unicorn hunting is where a typically heterosexual couple decides that they want to open up their relationship and the most ideal glorified person to join that relationship Mm -hmm. becomes a bisexual woman who is willing to just have a sexual relationship with the couple Mm -hmm. and oftentimes exclusively, which I think is not very fair to the third person. The third person. Although, I mean, I can't speak for everyone else again. Mm -hmm. Like, whatever your agreement is, if you, like, consent to that, like, 
that's totally fine. Mm -hmm. But unicorn hunting just becomes kind of a problem because it perpetuates this idea of, again, it centers heterosexuality. Yeah. And it just makes it seem like it's all about, oh, well, we're just doing this to vamp up our sex life. But we're still Mm -hmm. like a monogamous couple. Like we're Um, our own unit. Mm-hmm. And that person's just an outsider joining in. So in a polyamorous type relationship, the third person, fourth person, whoever, needs to be equal in exactly. the relationship. Yes. Right. And that can become really tricky. And how do you can. how can you tell like when you encounter a couple who's unicorn hunting? Or do they know that they're unicorn hunting? Like are is the couple even aware? I mean, it it definitely depends. I think just something to be aware of is where are your boundaries being drawn? Mm-hmm. Where are their boundaries being drawn? Do you feel like an outsider going into that relationship? Like, do you feel they're not trying to create space for you to come into that relationship? Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's really more of a feeling. And you just have to ask yourself, does it feel right? Yeah. And if it doesn't, I would say it probably either isn't the right relationship for you, the right agreement for you. So if you do find yourself in that type of situation, I would say the best thing to do is to communicate how you're Mm -hmm. feeling. And that's another sign is if the couple is is willing to communicate Mm -hmm. back and to, you know, renegotiate the terms of whatever agreement you've Mm -hmm. come up with. So this kind of thing leads me to thinking about the pros and cons of this kind of relationship. So you were saying you have the opportunity to explore, and obviously that's a pro. You have to do all this self-exploration and learn a bunch of new things, but the whole unicorn hunting, that could be a con, how sometimes there are couples who are looking for that, and maybe if you're really new to it, you're not aware and that kind of thing. So do you have any pros and cons that you think really stand out and would like to share? Yeah, I would say a huge pro is that it kind of allows you to have your needs met in a different way where you're not expecting your one partner to fulfill all of your needs, whether those are emotional mm-hmm. needs, sexual needs. It's like spreading the spreading it out. Spreading kinda? it out. Just not expecting one person mm-hmm. to give you everything. Oh. And so it's like pressure. You're not pressuring one you're not putting all the pressure on one person yeah and a lot of people a lot of people say well that's what you should like that's what you need to do that's Mm -hmm. what relationships are is you give your all to the other person Mm -hmm. but personally I just don't see that working out well I just don't feel like that's always healthy and again like for some people that works and some people make it work and they make it work through communication Mm -hmm. and even making agreements within that monogamous relationship. Mm -hmm. But for me, I just would be able to, I just feel comfortable getting my needs from other people and also allowing my partner, partners to get their needs met from someone else. Mm -hmm. And that's another word that people in the polyamorous community use is called compersion. Mm -hmm. And that's when you feel happy about your partner's other partners and other relationships. Wow, because that that kind of would bring me to jealousy. Exactly. Okay, so jealousy could be a huge con, right? Like Mm -hmm. if you're not in the right, if you're not communicating correctly, jealousy could really, has the potential for getting really big. Yeah, jealousy is a huge thing and is another thing that a lot of people say about polyamory and they... A lot of people, I feel like, have a lot of questions about jealousy because they wonder, like, how do you not get jealous? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you allow your partner to be with other people and yeah. not get jealous? 
And I think I think jealousy is a very natural part of relationships in yeah. general. And it's very healthy. And the the thing that makes it makes it healthy versus toxic yeah. is the way that you process it and mm-hmm. the ability to again communicate. Yeah. Ooh, big surprise. <laughs> because some it's something people, so important. Some people like hold their jealousy in, like that kind of thing. I've yeah. I've known people who have been in relationships and are jealous of their significant other's best friend and the time that they spend the amount of time they spend with their best friend and i couldn't imagine when you bring the you know romantic emotional and sexual aspect into it because that's just a whole other kind of jealousy but that could be that could be kind of scary i guess and especially like if you're a person who internalizes all the jealousy Mm -hmm. and like the feelings like that and lets it boil up i think that could be really dangerous so yeah i definitely agree i think jealousy in general is just so overrated (laughs) (laughs) yes and so normal in monogamous and non-monogamous and polyamorous like it's not you can't escape you can't escape jealousy you can't it's yeah okay so i guess that's like jealousy is not limited to polyamorous relationships you can get jealousy from literally anything any kind of relationship Mm -hmm. so and if you're feeling jealous and you're feeling like you can't talk to your partner that to me personally, is a sign Mm -hmm. that maybe there's something up in the relationship that makes you feel like you can't talk to your partner about it or that you can't work through that, that you're just bottling it up. Like that to me is a sign that something's not working well. And that can happen in a monogamous relationship Mm -hmm. and it can happen in a polyamorous relationship. It can happen in a friendship. It can happen in... Would you say you're a jealous person or have you ever been jealous? I think... I mean, I definitely think it depends on the topic, Mm -hmm. but I think definitely romantically specifically, I don't think I'm a very jealous person Mm -hmm. at all. And that's that's where I identify very well with compersion. Mm -hmm. And I just, I mean, I love hearing about your other partners and what they're doing and everything. I love hearing my partners talk about their other partners. Mm -hmm. Like that's so wholesome to me. Yeah, there's like a openness there and I feel like that would create a space where you don't feel like you need to hide Mm -hmm. and you can just talk about things freely I think that could be really hard for people who do have a tendency to get jealous or something but maybe that is something that you could work on or the person could work on and it could get better over time yeah I I think it can be very hard and that's again why polyamory is not for everyone Mm -hmm. would you recommend this to another person say someone was on the fence what would you say I would be very careful about recommending it to someone, Mm -hmm. but I will say if someone is on the fence about it, that to me means something. Like that to me means maybe you're identifying with some parts of polyamory Mm -hmm. and maybe if that, if that makes sense intuitively, like Mm -hmm. if the idea of polyamory makes sense to you, I think, I think you should try it out. Honestly, I'm going to go right out. Yeah. But I also wouldn't just recommend it to anyone. Yeah. Like you said, people experience different things in different ways. Right. And I was reading this article the other day about polyamory, and mm-hmm. they were discussing a relationship about someone. And one of the things that they said in there was, either this makes sense to you or it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, when I first found out about polyamory, I instantly identified with it, and I it instantly made sense to me. Like, it just... Oh, so, it like, it was like a click. It clicked for you. It clicked for me. Mm-hmm. And so, you shouldn't try to force the click. Exactly. 
I would say if the idea clicks to you, definitely try it out. Mm-hmm. If you're like, that sounds like the most terrible thing ever. I just want to be with one person mm-hmm. and like that's that's my thing, then that's your thing and that's what you should do. I agree. I think this also comes down to don't yuck someone else's yum because I really think that people should be able to live their lives how they want to, how they want to. They should be able to date how they want to have sex with whoever they want to as long as you're being safe and consensual and all that kind of thing um i think that it's totally fine to explore these kinds of things i think that the stigma around polyamorous relationships should stop i mean a bunch of stereotypes and stigma should be stopped around a ton of things but i feel like specifically for polyamory and anything related to different dating preferences and styles lifestyles People think they're cool, and then as soon as someone does it, it's like, whoa, like you actually, I didn't think you were actually going to do it, or something like that. It's something that people joke about or whatever, but when someone actually does it, it's like, whoa, odd one out. But anyway, my point is, live your life how you want to live it, and with that, it was fancy seeing you here. Tune in next time.